0: Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenzie Gibbs, with you another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. And folks, I know it seems like every time we take one step forward, getting there to Quavion Smith coming back, we take another one back and losing a Tommy White. And so we've got our, our resident baseball expert, Alex Sawyer, to sort this thing out. How you doing, Alex?
1: I am doing well. How are you?
0: I'm great as always, man. I I promised you I was going to give you one break, one episode break from talking about baseball. And I gave you that. I gave you that Saturday's episode. We did not talk a lick of baseball. But now with Tommy saying he's leaving, we got to talk about this and and what's going on because this transfer portal is just creating a crazy world. So those are going to be what we talk about. You know, the loss of Sebron, obviously, staying in the draft. um, Terquavion coming back, as well as Tommy deciding to leave. That sounds like a good episode to you? Sounds good. All righty. Well, We're going to talk all things good and bad in Wolfpack Land on this episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Alec, when we talk about um, you know, Traquavian Smith coming back and, and what that meant uh for this team, right? I I personally thought myself, you know, it doesn't matter whether or not what anybody thinks about whether or not he's a first rounder. A lot of GMs were saying it, but at the end of the day, it was gonna be his decision and and you know he's decided uh to come back. So can you talk about what that meant for this team in particular, with what uh Keats already had working in a portal and and what some other dynamics happen on the roster during this offseason. What does having a
1: guy like Terquavion
0: mean?
1: Huge. It's huge. I, I'm, I'm not – I i don't know if I'm surprised that he decided to come back. I was big, kind of 50-50 on it. Wasn't sure mm-hmm. either way. Darion, I think we kind of expected. But to get Terquavion back makes a huge difference because, I mean, we saw what he can do last year, but he's going to get stronger. He's going to get, you know, more accustomed to playing college basketball. And so – I'm excited to see what he can do next year cuz he's a guy that obviously can shoot the ball. Plays really good on ball defense. He's athletic as anyone and now if you can, you know, build a little strength and continue to do those things well, he's a guy that could will probably be a first rounder next year um, when he does go now that he'll have another season. So it's huge for NC State. I'll tell
0: you what. I'll tell you what. I said this going into the process and I stand by this now. I said that if he, can, if he went this year, regardless of how well he performed at the combine, regardless of what he did, the top shelf of what he's looking at is 20, maybe 18, 19, maybe. But if he came back for a year, he was looking at potential lottery, maybe, you know what I mean, potential lottery top five type of guy. If he shows, everybody's comparing him to Bones Island. If he shows the type of improvement from year one to year two that Bones Island did, that's I mean, and granted, Bones Highland was not nearly as prolific of a score in his freshman year. But I mean, just even if you go percentage wise, uh, looking at what those two did or, or even if you want to go volume with well, either way, if if he takes that kind of leap, I don't see how teams aren't salivating and drooling and, and, and tripping over themselves to get a guy like Jacquevin on their roster.
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. He does a lot of things well. And, you know, he obviously, again, like I said, he has the shot. He's athletic, and he and he does a, he plays good defense, like I said. It's all those things that if he just continues to build on all that, and I do think build some muscle, work on some other things, pick-and-roll game type stuff, I think he can be really good and certainly a lottery selection next year.
0: What I heard about him throughout the process and throughout the combine was that he was making uh, some really good reads in the pick-and-roll game in particular. <laughs> and that is the part that excites me the most because when I – I think one of the biggest things that players can have is confidence. And everybody says, oh, Taquavion Smith isn't shy. He doesn't lack confidence. He doesn't lack confidence. I'm going to tell you this, okay? I'm not a guy who played basketball, but I, I have was around basketball players extensively growing up, all throughout high school, all throughout college. I'm telling you, a big thing, even if you have confidence in one area of your game, the confidence in that and the lack of confidence in the other parts leads to an over-reliance on that part at times. So a lot of times when people say, oh, quavian had terrible shot selection. At times, yes. But I think part of that was he did not feel full confidence in his ability to read defenses, his ability to make those pocket passes off pick and rolls. And now going through the combat and doing those things well and coming back, having the confidence that, you know what, I'm not just a two guard. I'm a
1: combo guard. I can do that too. I think that that's, immensely valuable for him. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Because that's, like you said, that's one of the things that I think if there was a question mark with him, it was that decision-making, taking too many shots. You know, you're confident in that. It will also help him in the pick-and-roll game to have, Mm -hmm. like, a big that NC State is confident in. Because, obviously, last year that was a struggle. Um, So that's an area of the game where if he is improving on that, it becomes so much more for him because it adds a completely other dynamic to his game. And, you know,
0: I'm going to speak on this from a, a, a standpoint of where it benefits Kevin Keats and his team. The reality is when you look at what DJ Burns brings, a guy who is good in the pick and roll, pick and pop situation, and a guy who can score with his back to the basket, when you bring that type of situation to a player who now has, you know, you look at what Jarquel, Jarquel Joyner brings, you look at what Terquavian Smith brings. And you've got those two with what he brings. Those two were both, I want to say, what, 34 35% plus shooters from deep. You combine that with a guy who can score down low. I, all you need, to me, is probably a, a really good slasher and a really good defender, and you've got yourself something to be worried about there for the rest of the ACC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he fits right back in where you need him playing off those guys and you know, like I said, he's he's so talented and such was such a big part of the team as a freshman that having him back now with a different supporting group around him obviously with some changes, but he is a central piece of that.
0: Yeah, and and this is this is at the end of the day a make or break season for Keats. Yes. That is there's no ifs or buts about that. If if, you know, if anything goes wrong to a high degree, if we come anywhere near the record-setting amount of losses we had last year, Keats is gone. He's not going to make it through the season. I think that we we all know that. But with that being said, bringing Tequamen back was a huge step. It's just a magnificent step in becoming the team that you need to be. To be honest, to save his, to save your job as a coach. So where do you think Coach Keats will look in the transfer portal? after uh, the news that Terquavio was coming back. Right?
1: Yeah, I think like you mentioned, like finding like someone that can slash a little bit. You're losing Darion Sebron, obviously. So kind of finding someone not the same, but in a way similar that can drive the ball, can kind of play as a little bit longer of a guard. I think that's a big thing. I do think they also potentially could still use someone inside. I know they've added there, but that's somewhere I think they'll definitely still be looking because I'm not sure they – have that super good confident starting center that they they maybe would hope to have yet you know i i think with
0: what we have currently in the front court i think that the the answer is a question and and i hate to say that because that puts your team in a bad situation but when we look at this team last year the gentleman who got hurt uh broke his broke his i want to say ernest, his ross. Ankle, ernest ross ernest ross there are questions about what is he going to be? What is he going to look like? Well, I'll tell you this much. If he, if his body develops properly from a year, as a guy who went through some injury problems, I can tell you, the only good thing about that is when you injure one part, you work on the other one so much that they they get like, you know, you, you get... I'm going to tell you this. As a guy who was known for um, having a little bit of a shooting touch and as a guy who at times just looked a little too small to compete with ACC big, him getting a bigger upper body, more core strength, that it could lend itself to a situation where you're looking at, you know, who's your guy? That's a question, but it could be, who are your guys? There could yeah. be multiple. If, if Ernest Ross takes a step, gets bigger, gets stronger, gets more physical. Ebenezer Dewana, if he develops more discipline as far as defensively, you know, not biting on every pump fake that comes his way and then boom. Fifth foul in the middle of the second half. If you're looking at Burns and he's doing what you expect him to do, I think that your your answer to do we have a center, do we have a guy could be, you know what? We've only got two really good power forwards, but that's what we're going to try it out there. Or we've got a good center who's taking the next step in in Ebenezer DeWanna So who knows? I think that there's a lot of different combinations um that that Keats could come at this with. But I'll tell you this much: with what we saw last year. You're right. They could use a big because you know what? They can use some of everything. There isn't yeah. a single position on this team where I'd say, we are so locked in and locked up there that we can stop looking. We can stop. I don't think there's a single one. I think no, we could both agree. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this ride goes next year. And if we're talking about your ride, we've got to talk to you about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is just an amazing place to be because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain all parts store to stock all the parts you need. So go to rockauto.com to save time and money. Don't spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck. Right, locked on the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Major selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com I I struggle to find the words to describe what, what a, a moment, what a blow this feels like with Tommy White entering his name in the transfer portal. I mean, this is a guy who he was like he was already kind of etched in NC State lore. Like, let's just be honest, right? As much as we don't want to yeah. talk about it, as much as like, oh, he's named the first team All-American today and NC State fans can't really celebrate it and all that. He's kind of etched in NC State lore forever. And with that being said, you know, everybody was expecting we're going to get three years of this absolute monster of a man walking up to the plate. Us hearing, I love it when you call me Big Papa and getting ready to see a ball fly out of that pit. And by the way, y'all know I love me some Biggie Smalls. Y'all know I love me some Notorious B.I.G. So with that being said, that was an extra layer. That was like, Tommy White feels like ours. He feels like ours. And now it's there's a moment where, you know, he enters the transfer portal. What do you think? Even the dog ain't happy. Even the dog is upset over there. What, what do you think, Alec?
1: Ah, oh, it, it's such a blow. I mean, it is on every level. It, it's, yeah, he was a top 20 guy nationally coming in, comes in and mm-hmm. breaks the single season home run record for your school, breaks the NCAA freshman home run record. Fans love him. He's built, like you said, kind of a lore, this like hero status for NC state. And then boom, after freshman year enters the transfer portal is leaving It, it's such a massive blow, just again, like I said, on every level. This team has a really, really good young core, and you were kind of looking to be building on that. He was the core piece of it, and now he's gone. And it it's gonna be a weird thing looking forward because that name and that record, that home run record, that's probably gonna stand for a very, very long time. And now forever, Frenzy State fans is gonna be like, Yes, but you know, we left after one season. It, it's tough all around. So we know Elliot David, right? And of all the coaches
0: of the big three um, in, in terms of, you know, the major North American sports that we have here at NC State, you're talking men's basketball, uh, football, baseball. Of all the three coaches, again, nobody circles the wagons like Elliot David. We know that. We know that. But with that being said, how, what does this team, where do they go from here? What do you do? You're Elliot Avent. You know, you've know you got the call. You've got the moment. And I don't want to speculate because there's been a lot of talk about whether or not the exit meeting was had or whatever. I don't, when when things go downhill, you hear he's in the transfer portal. What do you do?
1: Yeah. Honestly, NC State will be fine. I, I think this is a roster that is very, very talented. Still, you lose obviously your biggest bat, and you're going to lose Devontae mm-hmm. Brown and JT Jarrett as well um, as fifth-year guys who are out of eligibility. But They'll be fine. There's a really good young core, like I said. You had the transfers that came in that hit well. You had the freshmen that came in. Obviously, Tommy White being the leader, though, but Peyton Green and Jacob Cozart were good, too. Um, And so you have all those. You're going to get Sam Hypho back next year. That's such a big thing. You're already adding in the transfer portal. Need him. Yes, need him back. You're already adding in the transfer portal, though. Carter Trice, who is a really talented hitter from Old Dominion, All-American, infielder, outfielder, committed to NC State today out of the transfer portal. So you're gonna go probably add at least two or three more guys there. I would not be surprised and I would actually probably venture to say I would think that it would happen that NC State's probably gonna be better next year. They're probably gonna win more baseball games even with Tommy White gone.
0: Well yeah I think the baseball is much in the vein of much in the vein of of football in a certain way that like at the end of the day it's one of those team sports where even if one guy is going great, If you you can definitely lose that one guy and have a better team next year, a a la uh, the year that Peyton Manning left Tennessee, what happened the next year? They won a national championship with T. Martin, and it it wasn't because T. Martin is a better player than Peyton Manning, but the team got better. They got a year older, they got more experience. They they did everything. Everybody got a little bit better, and that's that's what they did. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, Alec, you're a better man than me. You're more prideful. Man than me because if I'm Coach Avid and I hear the news that Tommy's in the transfer portal or or he doesn't show up to the exit meeting or, or whatever, even if he did show up to the transfer uh the the exit meeting, if I hear that he's in the transfer portal, Elliot Avid was born in 1956. I'm gonna take you back to a song that was made in 1966 by the Temptations. I would be standing outside his window with a boombox. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Because let me tell you something. I, I ain't too proud to beg. When it comes to a bat like, like Tommy White, I ain't too yeah. proud to beg. But at the end of the day, these players are going to do uh, what's best for themselves. And, and you know, as much as, as Wolfpack Nation, I, I got to say this. As upset as we are, as hurt as we are by this, please understand that this is a young man doing what he feels like is the best decision for his life. You know what I mean? Like, it's not fun. Yes, it comes at your expense. Yes, yes, it's not a, a great uh, thing there. But the, the reality is, you know, this young man goes on and decides the better opportunities out there for him. It's a lot like one of us leaving a job, right? Leaving one place to go to the next. You know, it'd be very weird if the technician were standing outside our jobs booing us. So, oh, my God, Alec, you're with Pack Pride, though. How could you do this to us? You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's just part of the game. So. Wolfpack Nation, I would, I would implore that we still love on the young man. And, you know, I'm not saying that we got to be fans. I'm not saying that we got to, you know, root for him the way we did when he was with the pack. But I would just say there's no need for the hatred and all like that good stuff. So with what you just said about uh, the players who are coming in and, and all the things, good things that this team um, has going on going forward. As far as the young core, what do you think? their ceiling is without Tommy White?
1: Um, I mean, I'm not sure the ceiling changes. I think maybe not next year. You're probably – and maybe next year with the pitching. But you're looking at a team that has Omaha like talent and potential. Do they get there? Who knows? NC State's had some really, really good teams that haven't made it anywhere close. Mm-hmm. Um, but they certainly have Omaha potential because they're, it's a talented group. They have a good freshman class. Hopefully all coming in next year, um, good enough where you might lose one or two of those guys because they get drafted high, but still going to be a good class coming in. Go hit the transfer portal, get some more pitchers, and I think this is a team that, you know, certainly is capable of going to even Omaha winning an ACC title.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to say it, and a lot of people are not going to hear it, but I, I'm going to say it. Coach Elliott David making Tommy White a designated hitter was an absolutely genius move when we look at this now right because me and you talked about this on the show the thing that causes a lot of errors at times is two things uh lack of concentration lack of trust in your teammates as as crazy as this sounds they're not losing a guy who was out there fielding balls for a majority of last year like that's just the reality they're not losing a guy who they knew like oh man if if, if we thought over the top that he's gonna feel it's gonna you know, he's going to stretch out. We're going to get out. They're not losing it. Yes, you're losing a monumentus back. Yes, you're losing a guy who is perhaps the best power hitter in all of college baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. But again, the Wolfpack's problem this year wasn't scoring runs. It wasn't. It did, That just cannot, objectively speaking, that cannot be argued. The problem was a lot of fielding errors, a lot of little mistakes, doing things wrong, and a lack of arms. And both of those both of those problems seem like they'll be addressed with time and a recruiting class. So, I, I 100% agree with you that this team has the potential to be better next year, even without Tommy White. You know what I mean? And, and again, that's no knock on Tommy White. You know, Tommy, if you're hearing this, you still got time. You can come out of the transfer portal. <laughs> you can come out of the transfer portal. You know what I mean? But you know, just just saying that's a, that's the thing there. And um, you know, I, obviously. You and I are both smart men. If we had to put our money on it, we would bet that he's gone, uh, probably somewhere to the Sunshine State, because that's where everybody's—that's uh, where everybody's speculating, and that's where all the the, the insiders are saying he's going. But that's just, you know, just what we're thinking. And if you're a better, go to BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and info. Find all the latest sports development news and odds, including. The NBA Finals, they start tonight, folks. The NHL Conference Finals, wow, the Canes just missed out. More bad sporting news for Rally. What a tough time. Uh, as well as MLB and whatever the the newest fights or your favorite fights uh, that are favorite fighters that are coming up on the card soon. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information and live betting needs. So go to BetOnline where the game starts. All right, Alec, we're about to land this thing, but before we go, if you could tell me um, just one player that you think out of the transfer portal or one player that's in the recruiting class that you think, hey, this guy pairs perfectly with what Keats is bringing back, with what we have going on so far, because obviously we know that there are a lot of guys who uh, pulled their name out of the draft, but you know, decide to enter the transfer portal immediately upon doing so. So who would be a guy that you think of and say, all right, this is a guy. Hey, Mr. Keats, Kevin, can I call you Kevin? I'm going to call you Kev. Kev, can you go get this guy for us? Appreciate it. Thanks very much.
1: Dude, yeah. It's tough to, like, single one out. I think they've been, you know, kind of – in the neighborhood of talking to guys and stuff. Um, again, like I said, there's some talented big guys out there in the portal. When you look at the 22 class coming in, you have um, got Sean Phillips, too. Or no, he – sorry, everyone. De- oh, <laughs> you're fine. It, it, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of deacon <laughs> There was a lot going on after all the coaches
0: left. You know, this is we're we're gonna end it here, okay? Because it's it's been a tough day for Wolfpack Nation as a whole. Yeah. But like you said, there are there are definitely some positive things to be happy about. And I agree, there are bigs who need to be gotten. Honestly, I don't Phillips hasn't committed anywhere else yet, has he? Not that I know of. Yeah, I don't I don't think he has either. Hey, Coach Keats, you know what I mean? Use the use the same strategy I said for Tommy What boom box. Boom box, all right? Just I don't care if anybody says it makes you look desperate. You'll, you'll look like a winner. That's what matters. You'll look like a winner. Alec, tell the people where they can find your work.
1: Yep, packpride.com, just at packpride on Twitter, at all on Twitter.
0: All righty, thank you so much, Alec, for coming out, and Wolfpack Nation, thank you all so very much for coming out. I know, I know today is a dark day in Wolfpack history, but, you know, it's going to be all right. We're going to keep trudging through this thing one day at a time, and I mean, honestly, the the season that's closest to starting is football. So we ought to be grateful and thankful for that, all right? Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go pack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.